0: This is episode 542 of the Eventing Radio Show, brought to you by Eventing Writers Association of North America. This week, we have Ronald Zabala-Gochel, and we have Emily Holmes. This is Max Corcoran in pretty, pretty nice, but kind of chilly today, Ocala, Florida.
1: And this is Joe from the very same place, and you are listening to the Eventing Radio Show. So, Max. Joe. I I thought I was – it has been a while, and oh. I thought – and we haven't chatted for ages, but um, I thought we were going to um, – I thought I was going to be in the swimming pool. We had, like, that really nice weather this week, yeah. didn't we? It was all yep. beautiful, and, and then we, it got cold again.
0: Yeah, we had that little bit of a rain, but it's going to be warm again tomorrow, so it's okay. So. Yeah,
1: So have had yeah, no, rain oh, well, that's, here,
0: though. I tell you, we've had a lot of rain, a lot of rain.
1: It's been a much wetter winter than we've been used to. But Absolutely. saying that, we've still got a bit of grass growing and things, which is nice. Yep. Saves us a little bit of money on hay, yep. which is very good. Um, I was over at uh, Liz Halliday's today doing a bit of cross country schooling. Very good. Yeah, at her, at her very a nice place. Thing. I had a yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very nice. She's got an amazing little schooling. Um, schooling field there and it's good it's kind of, I, I'm not sure if it's like for lower level horses like low low low, it's more sort of mid range and there's a yep. lot of skinnies and angles and, and all that sort of stuff so it's like it's it's just uh, well I'd say it was mid range but it's like if you need a place to go with your good intermediate horses or okay. something and you want to a, a tune up it was great was we that. had a, a two airbag day max Ah. I know. They weren't your
0: airbags, were they?
1: No, not mine, Max. Not mine. Uh, They were my. They were my students. Yes, Um, but it was just learning experience. Yeah, both times. But anyway, um, (laughs) but they go pop. It's funny, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna (laughs) laugh. But I I swear, I saw somebody bounce today. So. Apart from that, apart from that, everything was um, everything was pretty good. Um we've got a we're very busy here in Ocala at the moment, listeners. Oh, it we've is. got e- everything. Yeah, yeah, it was hard to even pin Max and I down to even get the show done. We're we're so busy. We are flat out and we've got Ocala last weekend, we've got Rocking Horse this weekend with the advanced uh, dressage uh, tomorrow. Thursday.
0: The, um, what do we got next week? We've got the ICP clinic with Maxime Levo. We've got The Young Event Horse and Future Event Horse Clinics, we've got derbies and schooling, and then every, you know, Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday, there's either at Sarah Murphy's or Clayton Fredericks or Justine Dutton's, there's a show jumping schooling show.
1: Well, that that was on today, the the Clayton Fredericks one. yeah.
0: And it's, and it's, they had to make it into two days because they couldn't fit all the jumping into one day to have everything from the tadpole all the way up to the advance. So now they go Tuesday afternoons and, and all day Wednesday. And it's, um, yeah, it's, it's wild. They had put 600 horses last weekend, 500 horses coming up this weekend. This is so insane.
1: Yeah. And, and a lot of people don't run back to back weekends. Mates. No.
0: No, I know. So it tells you how many you know, horses there are.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. there's a lot, a lot of horses in the area, and things are are um are very busy. But it's awesome, though. we love it, it. And
0: that's just the eventing. That's not it. That's before you got hits and everything else.
1: <laughs> I went. I went over there the other day. I had a little foray into show hunter dealing.
0: Yes. Oh dear! How was I that?
1: Did. Well, it was an eye opener. A lot of standing around. And There's a lot of standing around and I've got a much better idea now of what what's needed for, for a show, for a show hunter and stuff.
0: And and, very specific what what it can do and what it cannot do.
1: And I'm starting to get a bit of the lingo.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 The lingo is different.
1: Yeah. They've got to be able to, they they play in the three three means they do three foot, but they can play in the three three or play in this. It's like weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's like
0: us if, if a horse that can that does training, but it can play at preliminary. Yeah, you know, and, and it's yeah, and and therefore a uh, three inches to them is for, doesn't seem like much to us, but for them it's a big deal.
1: Oh, it's enormous.
0: Yeah, and yeah, I even yeah. wrote
1: some. I even wrote some show hunters, which I found very funny because they dive at the fences. Max, I yes. wasn't used to that. No, they they go from a mile back and they dive. It's a weird, yeah. They,
0: they put weird their sensation. heads down low and then they sort of mm. wha- over it and then yeah. yeah, yeah, and they land a bit flat-footed at, at the same time, don't yeah. they? Yeah,
1: and if they don't, if they don't do a change each way, they're history.
0: Oh no, you. So, oh no, no, yeah, that's 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 yeah, that's non-negotiable.
1: That's right. So, non-negotiable no so it was interesting so I, I met a few new people and things and, and you know it's not like a venting is it but anyway yeah. I'm not gonna say anything yeah. else the
0: really really good show hunters though I will say those horses are really amazing athletes the ones that can do the four foot plus you know the the working hunters they're pretty amazing and those riders are pretty amazing because they look like they're not doing anything and they're doing a lot so that I will give them I will give them yeah. due credit but it, in the lower level stuff, it's you know, it's they make a division so every single person can compete. You know, the modified adult amateur under thirty five, the modified adult amateur over thirty five. The modified adult amateur, you know, so it's
1: goes yeah. on too, it much, goes, too much, too oh, much, too so much Max. No. So many divisions
0: and, and no. they felt well, which is weird. But that's, you know, then. Yeah. So there there you go. I'm checking, there you go. I'm
1: checking out. OK, well, I'm changing the subject. Max, yeah. we went to an awesome party last night, didn't we? Oh,
0: wasn't it? It was such yep. a great talking. But yeah, it was such a great party. It was, um um yeah, just a great celebration yep. for our friends, Peter. Uh, Gray and Paul Delbrook, who got married this summer and because they were up in Canada when they did that and all their friends are here in Ocala and we were all here. And so we had a a really fun party and Paige Flournoy and and Irene Lampton and, and Ann Scott put on this fabulous party for everybody to be there. I could have stayed there forever.
1: Yeah, well, so lovely. Much. The lovely, classy ladies that put on the party was oh. fantastic, and food was amazing, and things. And um, yeah, congratulations to Peter and Paul because yeah. they've all been. They, I mean, they're just like stalwarts in the eventing com- community here. Absolutely. I mean, they they sold Ruthie and I our farm and all of that. I mean, just fabulous people. So yeah,
0: they're yeah, great, yeah. and they've been. Yeah, so it was a fun, fun night. Fun night full of eventers, and we oh, we did have a good night, and some other people, and drank some dark and stormies from Peter's. Home of Bermuda, and oh, it was great. I loved yeah. it. It was, good. and the weather was perfect. It was a beautiful night.
1: And, uh, well, anyway, Max, we're going to have to get on with our show. And yeah. before we do that, um, before our first guest, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Springtime Supplements, for supporting our show.
0: Springtime Supplements has been dedicated to improving the lives of horses with the Springtime brand of supplements and they've been doing it since 1979. Springtime offers supplements for joint health, immune support, calming, hoof and coat, insect control, and much, much more. Before we tell you about one of their really interesting products, Ahi Flower Oil, we wanted to mention they have a special just for listeners of the Eventing Radio Show. You receive an automatic 15% off and free shipping just for mentioning the show. Be sure to go to springtime.com inc.com I-N-C, backslash eventing or call springtime at 800-521-3212 and be sure to mention the discount code eventing. Have you ever heard about their ahi flower oil? We all know the importance of essential fatty acids for horses, but recently a plant was discovered to provide completely balanced omega-3, 6, and 9. They call it ahi flower. Until now, you had a few options. You could use fish oil, but let's face it, horses are herbivores. They didn't evolve to consume fish oil. There's also flax, but ahi flour has been shown in clinical studies to provide better omega-3, 6, 9 absorption and balance in horses. It's proven to be better than flax or fish. This is the type of expertise you'll get from springtime, who are always in the forefront of the latest research. And don't forget that Springtime also has a full line of canine products to keep your dogs at peak wellness too. That website again is springtimeinc.com backslash eventing or give them a call 800 521 3212
1: We have Ecuadorian rider, Ronald Zabala Goldchild. Did I spell to pronounce the right the last bit right? Ronald. Yes. Yes, I did. So Fantastic. Perfect. Okay, good. You got it. Awesome. How are you? Great, thank you. Yeah, how good. are you? Thank you. Very good. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. And I just want to tell the listeners that Ronald, um, we had to track him down. He's down in Ecuador at the moment, and um, we thought that he lived in America and and did things because <laughs> we see him all the time. But he's just he's just gone off down there. But the reason why we wanted to get him on the show is that Ronald's done a. A whole has been doing a whole lot of really interesting things in eventing and and th- he's just opened a brand new place that Max and I were very lucky to be invited to the opening um, about a week and a half ago um, which was fantastic so we're going to sort of talk about that but um, his favorite his his most famous horse well so far is a horse called wise guy and Ronald for the listeners, Wise Guy, tell us a little bit about Wise Guy for a start. And then I want you to tell us about the clones and, and why you decided to, to, to do that.
2: Okay. Uh, first of all, thank you for inviting me. Thank you, Jennifer, Max, and Joe. Um, okay, about Wise Guy. Um, you know, sometimes we are lucky enough to have a horse that changes our life. And that's Wise Guy to me. He changed my life completely. I was struggling at a two-star level with horses that were not sound and uh, I was also limping I got injured I broke my leg and, and uh, for a year and a half I was limping full of metals in my right leg I broke my femur and um, then I they told me I would be able to get those pins out uh, in a couple of months and I decided to go to to uh, France looking for horses and um, uh, French uh, uh judge who's a friend of mine um invited me to see horses at Mundial do leon and uh, when i went there i was trying to you know pick a proper horse and then i saw wise guy coming from the warm-up of cross country to cross country and i thought that was the one uh, long story short um the moment i saw that horse started praying saying god please i've been limping for too long my horses were laying for too long I need to change my life, and I think that horse will change my life. Two weeks after that, Wise Guy was mine. And then everything started changing, and um, he was a two-star horse. He was seven years old. He took me together. We uh, grew up together in the sport. He took me to my first three-star that I was able to complete. He took me to Rolex in 2009. And, um, why I decided to clone him because, uh, he was very special to me. Um, in 10 and a half years that he competed at FEI level, uh, he only got 18 poles down. I have horses that can do that in one weekend, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, so he got 18 Me sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, uh, in 10 and a half years, uh, competing in FEI, even, uh, in national competitions, he never, ever had a run out or a stop. He never did that. So, um, and then he was beginning to get old and I was like, I want to have more horses like this one. So I decided to clone him. And I ordered one clone and they failed the first time. And then um, uh, the second attempt, they tried with more mares and uh, out of all the mares they tried, three babies were born. So um, I decided to to keep all of them. Because you don't pay for the three, you pay for the first one, then you pay only twenty percent for the second one, and fifteen percent for the third one. Oh, so for okay. a hundred thirty-five percent, you get three horses—is a good deal.
0: Yeah, it is pretty yeah. good deal. <laughs> yeah, I'd yeah. say. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Wow. that's so- the story. That's why I decided to 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 buy to clone him, and then I also became friends with the owner of the mare, and uh, it took me a while to convince her to let me have an embryo out of the mare and uh, then we did we got a full sister of wise guy and then we have babies so the wise family has grown i have 11 relatives of wise guy i i found semen of his sire and i kept breeding so i have like wow. 11 more wise guys
0: wow so you've got from on the sire side you've got you've got wise guy and and from the and on the, on the damn side, you've got wise guy. So that's, yes, that's amazing.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was very, it's quite interesting And wise guy has changed my life in many, many ways. Not only, uh, taking me around the big courses, but because of thing, I met many people, uh, yes. and many, uh, most likely why we're having this interview now is because of wise guy. He got me yeah. here. <laughs> so,
0: and you did he a, did fun change thing. My life. You, you had a fun children's book that you wrote as well about wise guy. Didn't you?
2: Yeah, uh, many people wanted to buy Wise Guy. I got people from France, people from Belgium, from other places, even from a selector from USA that wanted to buy Wise Guy for the team. And um, he had a lot of fans, and many people wanted Wise Guy. And I thought uh, writing a little book, a coloring book of Wise Guy, was a, a way to share my Wise Guy with many of his fans. So that's why I did it. And that book also changed my life a lot. Wow.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> well I have to say my children are wise kids. That's because that's what you are. Okay. You get the wise <laughs> yeah, you have the wise the wise guy book and they've got the wise guy t shirts and we are wise kids. And they really <laughs> cool. got a huge yeah, they did they got a huge amount of enjoyment actually out Perfect. of it. And, and I'm glad. Um, no, they did, they did. And so at some stage um, they're gonna come and catch up with wise guy themselves. For sure, for sure so, they have to come yeah, and see him. Yeah. And wise yeah. guy had
2: to come, wise guy is actually turning 20 years old on March 24th. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. But he still looks great. He still How looks did great. We I was, were able to see yeah, him I was in, gonna uh, say we in the Grand Opinion. He's looking great. He's happy. Uh, he goes wherever I go. He, uh, Wise Guy and Big Boy, the horse that took me to the Olympics in yeah. 2012, they travel wherever I go. When I go to Cala, they come with me. I go to uh, Pennsylvania, they come with me. And uh, my other horse that has changed my life a lot is a uh, mask. We call him patch. So that's also a horse that will keep going. He's turning 16 this year, but I think he can keep going for two more years. He's feeling great. And, uh, why don't
1: you give us a little bit of his history actually, because it's a pretty cool story.
2: Uh, which one? Sorry. About patch. Yeah. Patch. Patch. I was looking for, uh, for horses and, uh, I I was trying many places. I was vetting horses in Europe, in Australia, and none of them passed the vetting. So uh, I was kind of disappointed. And with some friends in common with Sharon White, uh, they recommended this horse. So I went to see him, and I said, "Okay, I like him. Um, I'll give it a shot." And it's uh, going well. I like him a lot. He's a little tricky in dressage, but uh, he's a good horse. Uh, keeps going and going, and one thing is special about uh, Pat, he has he's sixteen, turning sixteen this year, and he has never ever had a, an injury, never a tendon, never a joint, never a ligament, nothing. I wish I had more horses like that. You know, he doesn't even know how to spell butte. He doesn't know that. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: That's excellent!
1: Oh, oh dear, fantastic.
2: Yeah. And, and Patch is the horse that took me to the WEG in 2018. And uh, soon in April, we'll start doing the Olympic qualifiers with him. That's excellent.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's a very, I've, I've, I've looked after Patch for Sharon when I was helping her a bit. And he's just a very uh, personable, very sweet horse. And and he's a, he's a good boy. You guys were great at and in, um, in try on this year. First clear show jumping round, I believe.
2: Yeah, it was, it was. He was a very good boy. I'm very proud of him. Yeah. Um, he tried his hard out. I'm very proud. And I had to be thankful in the show jumping. I was training with Busy Madden and John Madden. They helped me a lot. Uh, was, uh, Patch was not a horse uh, being known for being a clear show jumper. And uh, he started getting clear uh, rounds um, two years ago. And then with uh, the help of the Maddens, he improved a lot.
0: Good for you to, to take that, to have those guys. That's pretty great to be able to work with those guys.
2: It was amazing. It was an amazing experience. I always wanted to train with them. And a friend of mine from Ecuador was working for John, and he introduced them to me, and it was great. I always admire because I think they're very good horsemen. They they take good care of that their horses. They are not aggressive. You know, They always respect their horses, and uh, that's the way I like to to treat my horses. So it was perfect. We clicked really nicely from the beginning.
0: Yeah. It's interesting watching those guys produce their horses because they, they sort of, um, they get horses that they are aiming for one place or another, and they work their way backwards, um, very progressively for those horses to be very good at the, of where they, where they're supposed to be good. Um, the process, there is a process for every single horse, which I find really interesting.
2: Yes, yes. Yeah. No, they're very very good.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. And then Ronald, your your new place in Ocala. Tell us a little bit about that because that was really great.
2: Yeah, thank you. Well, um I I've been going to Ocala since I started going to the States in 2003. That's when I brought my first horse, Bandido, what's his name? Bandido. Yes, you remember? I my remember it? Bandido? Yes. Yeah, Bandido, he was the first horse I brought. And uh, you know, little by little, I started bringing more horses. Then I started breeding. I have a very nice program for breeding, uh, for breeding show jumpers, eventers, and dressage. Um, and uh, it kept growing. And then I found in a, found myself in a spot that I was paying too much in uh, board uh, at places in Ocala. And I punched the numbers, and I, you know, it was very clear that I would save a lot of money if I had my own place. All the money that I was paying for renting houses and for boarding my horses could go to a mortgage. And um, then I started looking for farms and I couldn't find uh, a nice farm. And then um, after looking for two months, I found this place, which is fantastic. Uh, The owner kept good care of this place. It was very well maintained. Uh, Everything was perfect. Everything was painted. The fences were perfect. Other places that I visited, they were really Deteriorating all the time, this one was perfect. And it had a hill, it had a racetrack. Uh, and then I decided to build a cross country course in the infield. It had a, a huge uh, barn with 112 stalls. So I sold 68 of those stalls and we built a uh, riding indoor in the same barn. So it's perfect. And um, I couldn't be happier. And as, it's nice because I can also share that with my friends. You know, there are not many uh, hills in Ocala. So I have people coming every day now to cross country school. They come to gallop on the track, they come to gallop on, on the hill. So it's very nice to be able to share also my place with my friends.
0: Uh, and it's your cross country course is um, it's sort of a an adventure's paradise, isn't it? From all levels, from yeah. the smallest level right on up to the top level, it, you've got a little bit of everything for everybody. Not a little bit, a lot of everything for everybody.
2: Yes, I I wanted to have the best possible uh, cross-country playground. So I talked to uh, Captain Mark Phillips, and he designed it for me. He did a great job. I think he's a very good uh, course designer. Of course, he did a great job at the WEG. And I wanted to have something nice there. So he came and did a great job.
0: Yeah, no, it's and it's beautifully <coughs> built and everything. It's just a Thank really you. cool... Uh, it, was, it was a real treat getting to be there and then getting to see your whole facility. And then, you know, the other cool thing was getting to see all of your horses and to for you to be able to show everybody, um, you know, the the stallions and the mares and the prodigy and how this happened and where this one came from. And, and to see them all together was actually really I thought was really quite fascinating.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I enjoy that a lot. I put a lot of passion in everything i do and to be honest uh, breeding to me is one of my favorite things you know uh for me riding is the second one. First is breeding so if i if i can then ride the horse i bred is the best thing ever for me i'm very happy when i can breed and, and i can start competing my horses that i bred that i know since they were babies and uh, most of them are born with me i i help them come out of their mamas you know i yeah I live next to them, so I have four watchers. I, my apartment is right next to the falling rooms, so they call me at the moment their baby is going to be they're going to be born, and I come out and I help. So from the first second they breathe, they they're used to my boys, my smell, and it creates a very good bond with um, my 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 horses, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, and you know, I, we got nice. to see a couple of them this weekend. You rode, I can't remember the name of the one you rode, but I did watch Jenny Brannigan ride Wise Cooper, which was yes. very, I think, was obviously fairly emotional and pretty great for Jenny to be able to, uh, to, yes, be able to um,
2: compete. it was very nice, because um, when we were trying to breed uh, Wise Guys Dam, she was 19 then, and she was not getting pregnant with uh, frozen semen, uh, we were talking at Phillips there, and Jenny was there, and I go, Jenny, give me an idea which horse we can use. David says we need fresh semen to get that mare active again. Um, and then um, she said, why don't you try the sire of Cooper, who is in uh, Holland. His name is Cornant. And I go, Yeah, that's a good idea. So we did that, and we were able to get uh, that mare pregnant. We pulled the embryo, and that's why it's Cooper. And then oh, a month so after, cool. we were able to breathe that mare to Wise Sire, and that's how we got a full sister of Wise Guy. Oh, and wow. uh, yeah, it was interesting. And, and Cooper is a very nice horse. Um this weekend didn't go as we expected. Uh well nothing went as we expected with the weather. No. Uh, <laughs> no, he was second after dressage and second uh, tied for second after show jumping. And then it was the first time he was competing, the first time out, and it rained so hard, so hard that the horse Couldn't handle that. I mean, the horse didn't want to do anything because country, he just didn't want to go in close to the first jump. He was like, I'm done. It was hard. (laughs) I was also, I also presented another homebred and I tried to jump with her because country. It was difficult to see with all that rain and I jumped three jumps and I said, that's it. I retired because it was too much. It was getting deep. Horses were not happy. A lot of horses were, were having runouts. Other horses were stopping in the course because they were worried then I decided there's always another day. I respect yeah. my horses, and I will come another day when the, the weather is better.
0: Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And you, but and you have. I mean, I feel like we probably saw. Joe, how many horses we saw? So we probably oh, saw thirty. It must
1: have been 20, 25, 30. Yeah. 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 I tell think us, so.
0: Tell us about other ones you've got. A beautiful. Um, uh, Master Imp um, and on one side, and I think Royal Dick on the other side. Is that right? Yes.
2: Yeah, we had Royal Dick. We have one. Um, and also, um, the, the one by Royal Dick was, uh, a year and a half ago, was the two-year-old East Coast champ. And okay. I also presented um, the winningest horse ever for future event horses, uh, Wise Master Rubelk. After the Olympics in 2012, uh, I was so proud of my horse Big Boy that I went to Ireland and I bought his two sisters that I liked the most, and then I bred them to horses that I had. Um, so that horse, that uh, Master Rubel, who is uh, the one that has won number one in the country as a yearling and as a three-year-old, in the three years he was number one in the East Coast, competing wow. against one, two, and three-year-olds, he's a nephew of um, of um, big boy and the interesting thing this is a a funny thing how i got to to breathe his sire how i got to to get that sire of that horse that was the fourth generation of horses um i didn't have any money and uh, i was able to buy a retired racehorse many years ago and i didn't have time to ride so i traded that horse for a mare then i got a loan and then i got to buy a uh, dose of semen uh, from a nice stallion and I got this filly and then I didn't have money to breed that filly so I went to the owner and I said Ruben I have no money but I love your stallion all I have is a camera a picture camera he laughed <laughs> and then he said okay I'll help you so I brought I bought a breeding dose trading with a camera Did you? that's really? how I started my <laughs> breeding program
0: <laughs> oh my gosh that's so great
2: fantastic yeah. I love yeah. that yeah that is fantastic I I d- yeah.
0: just got to keep dreaming don't you
2: yeah yeah you have yeah. to make it happen one way or the other but uh, it was funny the so expression cool. of that guy when he saw me coming to negotiate with an old camera <laughs> that is <laughs> <so> great <laughs> but it, it worked and then i produced use that stallion and then i had that baby and he's a side of master Belk. so okay. that's how my breeding program became successful little by little yeah Good. oh
0: that's so cool that
1: is awesome. <laughs> and so, tell us about like I mean, okay, there's there's a place in Pennsylvania now, and you've got the place in Ocala. And um, the, is the breeding program going to sort of stay mainly in Ocala, or you take the horses up and back with you? Or no, how do you I take kind of them. I back?
2: take them uh, to Pennsylvania and back to Ocala. I'll tell you why. Um, when the first year, uh, my first crop, I kept them in Pennsylvania during the winter. They didn't grow much. They did not grow much. And I said, this is not working. The horses um, uh, burn too much of their energy trying to stay warm and not growing. Yeah,
1: yeah sure. And
2: I decided to bring them <laughs> south. And you can see the difference in sizes from the first year that they come every year with me to Ocala. I'm talking, there's like one more hand, like four more inches of, you know, they're bigger. And, yeah, uh, well, either, even um, uh, thoroughbred people do that, you know, Uh they breed the horses in Kentucky and then send them to Ocala. So they don't have to live in that cold weather during the winter. Yeah. So Ocala is a better place to, to raise them, you know, so they can grow up better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then during the summer, they come back with me to Pennsylvania. I like to, to keep my horses with me. So they had to come with me. Right. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. And, um,
1: so, So what's going on for the future? I mean, like obviously you're getting ready now to start the qualifiers for the next Olympics. And um, when do we get to see you out on one of the wise guy clones?
2: Yeah. The wise guys clones will start competing in a month. Um, Wow. Okay. They're turning eight. So, I mean, it took me way longer than I wanted, but it, it's not that I want it that way. I always go slow with my horses, but I usually like to start competing when they're six. But I had an issue um, five years ago. I had a silly accident and I almost died. So I was for five months in a dark room. And then uh, it took oh, me like a year right. to be able I to come back.
0: I forgot about that. My
2: goodness. Yeah, yeah. yeah I almost died. Wow. And, you know, I, I didn't think, I wasn't sure if I was coming back. Uh to do anything I was to the point that I couldn't read or write or talk um, so it took me a while and so um, and then I had to go back home to keep recovering and to change my visa status so to renew my visa so pretty much for a year and a half I was not writing so it was hard it was very hard and um, thank god I am back I'm competing again at the upper levels But it was a difficult thing to have to spend uh, most of the time in a dark room because I couldn't tolerate any sound or light. So I was coming out of the room like one hour a day to see my horses and then back to bed. But anyway, we're back. Really? uh, Thanking God every day for Yeah, no, it
0: was a very big, it was a big, it was a big deal for for Ronald. It was huge.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was was tough. It
3: It was
0: huge. Goodness yeah. Me. yeah, no, it was, it was a, it was a big deal. It was a lot of, that's, you know, we didn't see Ronald for a little bit there.
2: Yeah. 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 Well. So but anyway, we were back, as I said, uh, thanking God every day for every day that I can go out and keep writing and be alive. You know, we have to be thankful with life and with God. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad to be able to come back and compete at the WEG. And as I said, this year, I will start uh, the qualifiers on April for the Olympics. And um, another thing that I can share with you that many people that know me know what is my dream. My dream was always to go to the Olympics representing Ecuador. And big boy got me there. Uh, We were the first uh, riders from Ecuador ever to compete in eventing at Olympics. So it's really, really nice. I'm very proud of my horse. And uh, my dream is to someday compete at the Olympics in a horse bred by me. Oh, that's really
0: cool. That would be the
2: the best dream coming true, you know, that proves you as a breather, as a handler, as a trainer, as a rider, everything. So that's that's the goal. I got close, Max.
0: You did get close, didn't you, Joe? Yeah,
1: well, the horse was bred by my by my dad.
0: <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> so, still, it was bred <laughs> by you your dad.
2: Your, yeah. your dad bred a freak of a horse two Olympic gold medals. I mean, well, that's you the other one. Have yeah, have known that horse. No, no,
1: that that look, that's crazy. That's a different a, a different story. You the, the horse I rode at the Olympics, um, Ronald was Snip, and Dad bred him, and he,
2: uh, he really? was
1: yeah, he was very very proud because he had bought the horse, the stallion he found. As a, it was not a non commercial stallion, but it was in our local, you know, in our local area. They'd come over from America and he just hadn't really produced anything, but he was a beautiful horse and we started breeding with him and he had beautiful jumpers and he was the sire right. of silence and, and you know, my snip and Sanskrit and all those horses. But wow. he'd also found, he'd found the mare at a sale, you know, and he liked the mare and he'd bred the horse right. and he bred me.
2: <laughs> and we went to them. The whole thing, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so well, keep,
1: keep cousin, you No, know, mum and dad. Mom and dad were pretty happy, and um, so yeah. No, the the other one, Charisma. I mean, he was a he's a freak, and um, yeah. it, but it was very lucky to have Mark Todd on him. Of course, um, yeah. that makes a big difference. Um, but Dad actually had. I have to tell Ronald this because I haven't told him this. But Dad had two full sisters and a half sister of Charisma in his wow. polo team. Yeah. Oh, really?
2: Uh, yeah.
1: And his polo how, team.
2: How, and, how, did you, and how, how said did you didn't breed those mares to super stallions and get more Olympic horses?
1: Well, because I think it was by the time the polo ponies had gone and charisma got a bit older and things, it was sort of – we've got the – the bloodlines are still there, but those mares weren't there. But the blood the bloodlines are still there, and I can – it's another conversation, but I'll sit down and tell you a little about it at some stage, wrong.
2: <laughs> Interesting. I yeah. to, I'd actually like see that to hear that.
1: Got a I've got a, a a very special little baby that I really like at the moment. Her name's Chilli Bean and she's by Chilli Morning out of a um out of some of the very old old stock Marmaku bred horses and she does she's dark brown looks nothing like Chilli Morning and goes just okay. like a Marmaku horse. Fingers crossed. Exactly. Yeah. So Ronald,
0: I think are you I think Ronald to um... To uh, to try to take Patch to to um, Tokyo is that is that sort of a uh, blue sky world plan?
2: Yeah, I have a couple of horses that I've been preparing for that, yes. but Patch is certainly one of them. Yeah, um, Patch keeps getting better and better every day. Uh, very proud of my Patch. So yeah, he will be going to the qualifiers, and I have uh, a homebred also who is also actually the sire of that uh, Master Rubelk. Um, that I think he will be doing two-star at the end of the year, and next year he will try to qualify for Tokyo uh, 2020. And I have another horse also that um, I got a couple of months ago that will be doing also the qualifiers. So um, I'm very happy with uh, the horse I have right now. I'm very positive that I will be having a great time with these uh, competitions. Great. Well.
1: That's fantastic. Fantastic. Rightio. Well, Ronald, thank you very, very much for coming on the show and telling us all about it. And thanks again for having us around. Max and I, didn't we have a great time, Max? Oh, it was such a nice
0: night. I really enjoyed the night. It was great. No, it
2: was great to have you guys. on My farm, thank you very much. Uh, Max and Joe, it was great to have you there. I always wanted to have my friends there.
1: And for people that want to come and... Um, gallop on the hill or used to cross country? How do, is there a website? How do they get hold of you?
2: Right now, uh, we're building the website. Right now, we're using Facebook. And uh, people uh, send me messages on Facebook. And then I give them my phone number. And right now, I'm in Ecuador, as I said. And uh, through WhatsApp, people are uh, uh, sending me messages. And then I send messages back to the manager of the farm. And everything is working out. We're having people coming every day to school. Um, cross country to gallop on the track, uh, to gallop on the hill, so it's nice. And the people are using the track the way I intended. And the galloping track, I put fences every two hundred meters, and uh, they're plastic. Oh, this logs is great!
1: This walls. is great. By the way, sorry, yeah, go on. that's sorry, great. Go on. Yeah.
3: yeah, this, yeah,
1: this yeah. is fantastic. I've got one of my students is going down there, and she's learning how to like pace herself and know how fast to go and stuff because it's all measured out and with her stopwatch and soon she's going to be doing it without a stopwatch. It's yes. just fantastic. So Sorry, Joel. Sorry.
2: Yeah. Joel. it helped me yeah. a lot. I'll tell you because um, we punch the numbers and we put these plastic uh, jumps that look like walls and logs. So if you hit them, they come down, nothing happens. And um, if you go at uh, the new two star speed, at 520 meters per minute, it takes you 23 seconds between jumps. If you go at 3-star, which is 550 meters per minute, it takes you 21.8 seconds. If you go at 4-star or 5-star speed, which is 570 meters, it will take you 21.05 seconds between the jumps. So it helps you uh, feel the speed for each horse you have. Um, like last week, or uh, two weeks ago, I was galloping, uh, patch and my other, uh, four star horse and I was going at 22 seconds, uh, between jumps. That's about 540 meters per minute. And if I felt the speed, but two weeks before that I was galloping and I thought I was going super fast and I was only going at 500 and without jumps. So it oh, helps well. <laughs> you get the feeling yeah. of what the speed you need. And then I gallop a young horse I have and i thought i was going at the speed of light i was kicking and you know pushing the horse when i checked the watch i was at 28 seconds so i was going like about show jumping speed you know so it helped you develop the feeling you know uh, for each horse yeah and it helps yeah. you ride without having to pull the reins you know it's just you you learn to go at that speed and if you were able to go to those jumps at 520 meters per minute Pretty much, you are good to go advanced because you don't go at 570 meters per minute to a jump because you always slow down yeah. a little bit. But if you can keep a constant or 520 in front of a jump, I think you are all set to ride at upper levels.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep.
2: Yep. Wow!
1: Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Alrighty, well, so that's it, listeners. Have you heard that, you could just need to message Ronald on Facebook if anyone needs to go down there and use the facilities, which are fantastic. And if you are wondering where it is, it's pretty easy. Like, just think – across the road and from the horse park and up a little bit okay it's um, it's from the Florida horse park it's really really easy to find and we're all excited because it's just another fantastic facility in Ocala that we get to play with which is just awesome so yes okay. um, yeah so Ronald thank you so much for coming on the show we've had really, like, thanks for having us thank you for showing us the horses the other day it was just awesome and good luck with everything that's coming up
0: The Eventing Writers Association of North America is the collective voice of writers, equine professionals, and owners in pursuit of enhancing the growing sport of eventing in North America. In cooperation with our members, governing bodies, related committees, and organizers, ERA of NA works to improve the overall welfare, safety, visibility, and growth of the sport. ERA of NA, your voice matters for the sport of eventing. Jump in and engage by becoming a member today. Find them online at www.eraofna.com. Joining us now is our friend from the Florida Horse Park, one of the fantastic people that helps keep that place going, Emily Holmes. Emily, welcome to the show. Thank you.
3: Thanks for the invite.
0: Um so Emily there's been a lot of a uh, lot of really cool stuff that's been happening at the horse park recently um we obviously just, you know, Joe and I have just been there for the uh, Ocala Horse Trials, the big winner one with, you know, what, 602 entries or something like that. Um, and you guys are now, have now taken over that um, competition. You guys are now the organizers of all the Ocala Horse Trials and stuff. Tell Talk to our listeners, just tell our listeners a little bit about the Florida Horse Park, um, you know, where it's, uh, and it's a little bit of its history.
3: Sure. Um, it's been going for quite a few years now. Actually, Shelley now Paige um started all of the eventing stuff back in two thousand eight. Um, so sorry, this deer. Um, so it's been getting you know building and building and building. Um, Peter Gray, John Holling took it over for a few years. Um, and then Richard Trayford came in and took it over as well. And, you know, every year it got a little bit bigger. It got a little bit better. Uh, we took it over from Richard. This is our first year. So we are very excited. Uh, I think we had record numbers last weekend, which was, uh, intimidating, but also very fun. Uh, we're building new jumps. Uh, I think we've built I want to say eighteen new intermediate and prelim fences, some training and novice, and then our new modified will be ready for March. So I'm really excited about that one.
0: Wow! And uh, so the the horse yeah, park it's been- it's a it's a state park, right? So it's owned by the owned by the state, the Florida Horse Park. And you guys have not only eventing, but you've got a lot of other things that happen there too, don't you?
3: We have we just <laughs> about everything single discipline. (laughs) Um, I got emails today about putting on a Tennessee Walker show and we have the Florida cutting horse there next weekend. We have combined driving. I mean, literally everything you can think of we have, um, which is cool. It's really fun.
0: It's been probably kind of interesting for you because you obviously eventing you're an eventing type person that's that's your background and so obviously that's um what you're very familiar with but to sort of see these other disciplines must be must be kind of cool in some ways because the people are just about as passionate about what they do as we are about what we do yeah
1: yeah it was cool they had this weird show going on in the cupboard (laughs) right And you can tell me what it is, but it was just weird stuff, right? They had, like, like, kind of funny, like, old period costumes on, and they were going around on these horses, like, it, it, it was kind of like a big Pasifino. Yeah, yeah. with, like, yeah. old music playing.
0: What was that? <laughs> it was an organ. <laughs> it was an organ. Yeah.
3: It was. So I was telling Max earlier that um, this, the whole booking other events during the horse trials, happened when Richard was still running Ventures, So I didn't actually anticipate having to run six hundred and two horses through horse trials and deal with other shows. So last weekend was a gated horse show. So there were Tennessee walkers and Pasafinos and Rocky Mountain horses and yes there was an organist and um so yeah I made it made for a pretty colorful weekend.
0: Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> yeah. It was that pretty cool. It was, it was interesting.
3: Yeah.
0: So you've got and so and you guys now, yeah, with the covered arena and the new barns, and that's all that's just happened the last few years, your new arenas and um, it, what else is what else is coming up for the horse park?
3: Oh boy. Um yeah, we've got the new barns. We've got three hundred and twenty stalls now. Um, the new entrance off 475A is paved and open to all competitors all the time which that was really cool um we've got this year I, i'm really excited about it and most people aren't but the county is running sewer to the horse park <laughs> they're, so they're running uh, what? a new show office oh, oh sewer! sewer. Oh, okay you kidding? i got you sewer. Oh. Wow. wow so you're not really gonna excited
1: yeah, well, it's kind of an exciting thing, if especially if you don't like port-a-loos like me. Yeah, yeah? not really. <laughs> right. you
3: know? Yeah, I'm not a fan yeah. either. So we'll have um, the same exact welcome center, um, pretty much, is getting built on the other side of the covered arena. Right. Um, so they'll have their own proper show office with bathrooms, and then it's great because it's actually going to run through all of the RV sites, so we'll be able to offer sewer. Um, for all the hookups and stuff, which is really exciting. I, get, I mean, I'm really excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.
1: No, it is really yeah. cool because it means that people that people can come and stay a little bit longer, you know, and yeah, exactly. if they want to, you know, like and just especially with big RVs the way they are now, nowadays and things that it, it just makes everything a lot more convenient. Don't worry, Max. Yeah.
0: yeah. I know
1: about this because I'm like a Disney campground guru. Oh, that's
0: right. I forgot about that. Yes, you are. Yep. Yep.
1: (laughs) And 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 if you could get them to put it in a bit of cable TV along with the sewer, you're gonna be rocking. You're gonna be,
3: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look, I'm yeah, I'm trying so hard to get Wi-Fi, but it is so expensive. So if there are any listeners that have any connections, call
0: me. Oh, well, goodness.
1: but that would be a really cool thing to have Wi-Fi. Yeah, honestly, From, it, no.
3: it would be huge. Yeah, because then, like, we our PA system, our new PA system, which I'm really excited about, is set up so that in the future, when we do get Wi-Fi, you'll be able to be talking on a mic and hit a button, and your 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 voice can go everywhere or just this one spot. And so that you know, we plan for the future when we put that in this year.
1: Yeah. Well, it makes live streaming a lot easier too.
3: I know. When yeah. We're yeah. Bored, oh, right, yeah. Lot, live streaming yeah. and warm up. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, that would yeah. be actually really cool. Yeah, yeah that
1: would be
3: really Wouldn't cool. It?
1: So, you've got these new arenas, in, and they're really big, and they're like the, but they've got this. Tell the listeners quickly about how they work. The the new the new arenas.
0: Oh, the are watering in. system. Yeah.
3: Oh boy. Um, so they are subterranean irrigated, which means when the arena was built, they put in basically a, a pool liner and then, um, I'm sorry to the arena builders for me dumbing it down like this, but then they just put in pipes every 12 inches and they covered the pipes with sand and then we put in the fiber and rototilled it all together. It's about 12 inches of, um, sand before you get down to the pipes, but there's a very Fancy sensor system, Um, and you know, technology is technology, and sometimes it's amazing. Uh, But there's a sensor level, and when the water in the arena is a little too low, the pumps automatically kick on and water up through the footing. Um, And when there's too much water, the pumps kick on and literally suck the water out. So I know that there was a picture circulating around Facebook a few weeks ago. Thanks, Kyle. Um, but they have <laughs> actually sucked the water out on their own, which is really cool. And it means that we can, a couple months ago, we literally got eight inches of rain. And then the next day, we were jumping on the rings at a pop show. And wow. the putting was awesome. Yeah. So they're really, really cool.
0: That is they're awesome. They're
3: progress, and it's a learning curve. But um, they're, I mean, they haven't even been in for a year yet. So, yeah. Um, we're really excited about them. They're really awesome.
0: Yeah. And it's nice just to be able, so people, you know, we've got the polo field that we, for eventing, we've got the polo field that we use for some of the dressage and then to also be able to do some dressage on the all weather footing and the show jumping and the yeah. show jumping up. It really, um, it really makes it a better, uh, experience for everybody, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, it really does. And I think that, you know, um, at some point, ideally all dressage will be run on the footing too, but um, for now, we're just going to have to
0: suffer through that grass for a little bit longer. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. I can't say it's all that bad. Um, so what else? It's, so we've got um, you You guys do you guys have your pop shows, uh, other things that the vendors would be interested in. You've got your your pop shows, which is um, those are great, um, uh, unrecognized uh, competitions, um, along with some. Show jumping, schooling, and all that, that can go on all at the same time, isn't it? So you've got, um, what else do you have going on there? Young yeah. event horse, future Everything. event horse, new event horse.
3: Yeah, I've got all those running uh, February, March, April. I'm pretty sure there's like two riders holding the entire series right now. So everybody gets your entries in. But um, yeah. I'm really, I mean, I, I breed. So I'm really excited about the whole future event horse, new event horse, young event horse stuff. Um, and then we have Marilyn Payne coming for a dressage clinic this month. Um, Aaron Brinkman is a Grand Prix dressage rider. She'll be coming for a clinic next month. Um, I mean, it's, it's the season, you know, there's something I want to say every weekend, but right now we've got something about every day.
0: Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. And if people want to find out more information about all this is, do they just go to the Florida horse park website?
3: Yep. Uh, www.flhorsepark.com. I'm on Facebook. Uh, you can, people can always shoot me a message on Facebook or add me or whatever. Um, and I keep the horse park Facebook page is really updated. Um, that's a good spot to check on stuff as well.
0: Well, Emily, thank you so much. We're going to let you go and, and finish your drive back home and, um, but thank you for taking time to chat with us and tell us more about the horse park and what we, what, what's all going on there.
1: Max, that horse park is just getting bigger and flasher and cooler. And I remember when I very first arrived here, they had one very average arena. It had been put in like ages ago where it was a wax surface in Florida, which obviously yeah. – the wax just melts, goes straight into the drains, but yeah. it, does, it doesn't work at all. And now they've got like footing that is like basically second to none, and an amazing technical system, yeah. which is just unbelievable. And for and the a people,
0: great that- group there, a great crew of people that run yeah. it, and are, they're just they are, they're just looking to improve it all the time. Um, Jason, who runs the horse park there, he's just he's he's great, and he he's on hand all the time. He's and he just they just want to make it better, yeah. you know, which I which I think is so cool.
1: Yeah, well, they're looking to build an advanced course now, which is going to be even better. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we'll get an advanced run in our autumn fall um, down here in Ocala to sort of get in line with getting things going towards the Jockey Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which would uh, which would be fantastic, and another another advanced run down here in Ocala, which would would be great for us. Yes, um, you know, we we would really really like that. But speaking of shows, Max, we've got. I was going to say a little show, but it's not really even Don't that little. little. It's Anymore. probably the coolest, the coolest show coming up.
0: Yeah.
1: It's yeah. coming up. It's looming up on us, Max, I isn't know. it? In, Tell in less
0: than three weeks now. The Yes. The eventing yep. pre-invitational. Actually, let me rephrase that. It is the Ocala Horse Properties eventing pre-invitational, which is cool. The, uh, yeah, the the Ocala Horse Properties, Chris, Rob, and Matt have signed on again to be the title sponsors and those, they're just awesome. Those guys are so great because they don't really sponsor a lot of other eventing things, but they, they do, they love this show. So they, I'm really excited that they're going to be part of it again. And um, yeah, we got some cool stuff. It's, we got $20,000 in prize money this year, which is $5,000 more than we've been able to do in the past. And um, yeah, we got some, I'm excited. We've got John Kyle, who's going to come and announce. Um, We've got the live feed again, which will be great. I got Jenny Autry who's going to come and help do that. I got a scoreboard this year. got a big old scoreboard, which will be really cool. And we will have fantastic catering for the after party done by my co-host, which will be really great. (laughs) Um,
1: Joe Meyer Meyer eventing. Joe Meyer eventing is, is sponsoring the the catering and, um, and it will go similar along similar lines to last year. It's going to be a big lot of barbecued ribs and and um, barbecue type food and things and pulled pork. That um, that Ruthie Meyer is yeah. the the pulled pork guru. While well, I do the smoking and she just yeah. she pulls it and stuff. It'll be pretty awesome. Um, we've got other people coming in. There's, we've got a really cool crew that come and help us. And we might just there might just be a little margarita float and things Excellent. going on. I don't know. There's, you yeah. just don't even know <laughs> what. they could
0: You can never tell. I know we've got. Oh, and the other really cool thing is that we've got between two different donors. We've going to have two grooms prizes for the best turnout horses, a thousand dollar prize and a five hundred dollar prize. So that's actually that's pretty cool. Um, And yeah, we've got some other great uh, lightspeed equestrian is a new sponsor for us. So that's pretty cool. Um, A a farm here in town. And so they want to be part of it and uh, peak performance. And I'm going to forget someone worldly Martin footing, which is the group that Oh, we have to give a big shout out. I don't know if you even know this. Um, Joe is that, uh, Craig Martin of Martin of uh, worldly Martin, um, and his wife Ray had a baby yesterday. So, uh, congratulations to those guys. And, um, we can't wait to meet little Millie. Um, she was born yesterday. So that's very exciting. Um, so we'll give a little bit of a shout out to those guys. So, and they, they're sponsoring our show as well. Um, and a lot of well, well,
3: yeah. well.
1: While we're talking about it, we're, we're probably going to have to congratulate Sean Wordley of Wordley Martin for exactly, um, for, for his engagement for his engagement to yeah. Lauren Balcom, which exactly. is um, pretty cool too. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. all new yeah. things happening for those boys. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, so
0: we've got, um, yeah. So that should be uh, should be a good day. Free beer, you know. Brewster Walker Horse Transport. He always gets a couple kegs and free beer for the day anybody yep. that wants to come. Um, so yeah, it'll be great. We've got a pretty good lineup. I'm pretty excited about the crew that's coming to ride. And yeah, I think it's going to be a good day.
1: Okay. Max, make it clear to the listeners. The date is what?
0: The date is March 5th, Tuesday, March 5th. And it starts at 2 PM and it is okay. at our farm here at Southern cross equestrian. And the, uh, we have a Facebook page, Uh, eventing pre-invitational. So check it out. There's been kind of fun. Some of the competitors are doing little videos to um, promote themselves and their teams. Um, So that's kind of fun. So check that out and you get to meet and uh, see a lot of the competitors as they're getting ready and getting excited for uh, getting ready for the show, which is in, uh, in just about three weeks. So that's pretty cool.
1: Awesome. One of the highlights of the year. So I know. We're looking, we're looking know. forward
0: to it. I'm pretty excited about it. We just have to, fingers crossed, listeners, for no more rain, because if we have more rain, I'm not really sure where we're going to park anybody. So there is that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, the road's quite long outside. We'll be right, Max.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we'll figure we're, it out. Yeah. I know. We're better. Yeah. We can sort it out.
1: Uh, maybe Matt Flynn will let us park in his ring. Yeah. You no, know,
0: we're warming up in the ring.
1: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. maybe in, maybe it is driveway or yeah, something. There's exactly. plenty of room. There's, there's, there's room, plenty of room. room. Exactly. Right.
0: We'll make it work. Yes.
1: Okay. All yeah. right. Well, listeners, I think, Max, it's probably about time that you um, did the did the bits.
0: Thank you for listening to the Eventing Writers Association of North America podcast. You can learn more about Eventing Riders Association of North America at eraofna.com. You can find the links to today's guests and topics at eventingradio.com. Follow Eventing Radio on Facebook. Just search The Eventing Radio Show and on Twitter at Eventing Radio. Listen to The Eventing Radio anytime, anywhere with the free Horse Radio Network app for iPhone and Android. Go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. You can also subscribe via iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Thanks again to Springtime Supplements for supporting the show. And don't forget to mention The Eventing Radio Show when you place your order for a 15% discount and free shipping. This is Max, and you can find me on Facebook, Max Corcoran Horse Care. You can find me on Twitter. Well, no, you can't really find me on Twitter because I don't really do that. You can find me on Instagram because I do do that at MMC338. Uh, And you can read some of my old blogs on Max Corcoran WordPress.
1: And this is Joe, and you can find me on Facebook, Joe Meyer, my website, joemeyereventing.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Joe Meyer EVNTR, and Joe Meyer Eventing on Instagram. So, um, Max, we will talk to you. Um, it's been another really good show, Ben we'll talk to our listeners again in four weeks' time. And um, is that going to be before or after the eventing just after pre? After the I show, just after the show. Yeah. Ah, so we get to good a uh, good wrap up. So, hopefully, listeners will get to see a lot of you at the eventing pre. Oh
0: yeah, and you guys are and, your um, team is coming back for a, the for a fourth year or third year in a row of winning.
1: Yeah. Yes, we are. Ah. I know. Can you believe it? it I know could that's pretty be. cool. We're coming in for a hat trick match. That's what it's you, exactly. gonna be. Team yes. unstable. I yes. Yep. love it. So it. anyway. Well thank you, Listeners, and we'll talk to you again in four weeks' time.